Hello, everyone. Today we come to the Epistle of First Thessalonians. This epistle was written by Paul to a relatively very young group of believers, which made up the church in the city of Thessalonica. In writing this epistle, we will see that Paul uh, wrote this epistle to uh, shepherd this group of believers to know what is the Christian life and what is the Christian life for. So what is the Christian life? Well, the Christian life is a holy life. Yes, it is a holy life, but what is the holy life for? Well, the holy life is for the church life. So in Paul's writing of this epistle, we will see that in order to have a holy life for the church life, we need to serve the living God. We also need to conduct ourselves in a holy manner. And third, we need to await the Lord's second coming. So this is basically the subject, the structure of this first epistle. As an introduction to this epistle, as a background, we will see that in 1 Thessalonians and 2 Thessalonians, Paul wrote um, this book, this epistle, approximately in 54 AD during Paul's second ministry journey. Thessalonica was a city of the Roman Empire in the province of Macedonia, north of the province of Achaia. In Acts 16 and 17, after the Macedonian call, which Paul received and on his second journey of his ministry, he and his co-worker Silvanus, um, they visited uh, first Philippi and then uh, Thessalonica. And they probably worked there for probably less than one month. Also, Paul's writing to the Thessalonians may be considered the earliest of Paul's writings and are significant in that they represent Paul's fellowship to new believers because the church was made up of young believers. So when Paul wrote to the Thessalonians, the church in Thessalonica was very young and had been in existence less than a year. Because the church in Thessalonica was so young, Paul's epistles to the Thessalonians is different from what he says to other churches that were more experienced. As we read through First and Second Thessalonians, we can know the situation and condition of a young Christian life and a young church life. So if we keep this in mind, this aspect of the background, we shall be helped in our reading of First and Second Thessalonians. So now I'd like to come to 1 Thessalonians 1.1. The verse says, Paul and Silvanus and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace. Here in this verse, we see that Paul addressed this epistle to a local church in Thessalonica composed of all the believers in Christ in that city. So such a local church is of the believers and is of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. This indicates that a local church is born of God the Father with his life and nature and is united with the Lord Jesus Christ organically in all that he is and all he has done. 
So the church of Thessalonica or Thessalonians is of men, yet it is in God and in the Lord organically. This union, this organic union is in the divine life and nature and is the vital base for the believers to live a holy life for the church life. And such a living is the theme of these two epistles. In this chapter, we see that the triune God is revealed also in his triune work upon us. In verses 1 and 1, 3, 4, we see that the Father selected us. In verse 10, we see that the Son delivers us. And in verse 5 and 6, the Holy Spirit propagates, imparts, and transmits the triune God into us. So such a triune work is for our enjoyment of his salvation. Also, I'd like to read to you another verse, and this is the last point to this uh, podcast. That's 1 Thessalonians 1.3. It says, Remembering unceasingly your work of faith and labor of love and endurance of hope, in our Lord Jesus Christ, before our God and Father. Here we have basically the structure of the Christian life. And there are three key words in this verse. Faith, love, and hope. Faith, the love, and the hope in one three depict the structure of this Christian life. And we may say that faith receives the divine things and realizes the spiritual and unseen things. Hope reaps and partakes of the things realized by faith. And love enjoys the things received and realized by faith and partaken of by hope for nourishing ourselves, building up others, and expressing God. So such a life originates not from the ability of the believer's natural being, but from the infusion of what God is in whom they believe. And it is carried out by their sacrificial love toward their loving Lord who loved us and gave himself up for us and toward his members whom he has redeemed through his death in love. So this life lasts and stands unchanging by the sustaining power of the hope that looks for their beloved Lord who promised that he would come back and take them to himself. So such a life is the content of this epistle. In the two epistles to the young church in Thessalonica, the genuine Christian life for the proper church life is revealed in a very simple and brief way. It is a life of three dimensions in the light of the Lord's coming back. Faith as the beginning, the foundation, Love as this process, the structure, and hope as the consummation. Faith is toward God. Love is toward the believers. And hope is in the Lord's coming. So the first epistle is for encouragement and comfort to this young church. And uh, we may say that this church is surely supplied through Paul's uh, writing of this epistle to these young believers. I'd like to actually finish with one more verse, and that is uh, verse um, 9, and it says like this, For they themselves report concerning us what kind of entrance we had toward you 
and how you turn to God from the idols to serve a living and true God. Verse 10, And await his Son from the heavens, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath which is coming. So here in these last two verses, I really enjoy these verses because the Lord came in when he saved us. He turned us from idols to serve a living and true God. What a wonderful um, realization that is to serve a living and true God. And also, as we're serving him, we are awaiting his coming the coming of His Son in the heavens, whom He raised from the dead. And we will be delivered from the wrath which is coming. So praise the Lord for such an encouragement, writing not only to this church that existed, it was born uh, more than 2,000 years ago, but is still speaking to us as a church today for our encouragement and comfort to continue to live such a holy life for the church life. Hope you enjoyed this. Take care.